we're going to live right now. Oh, <laughs> let me show you my titties. Let me show you my titties. I'm in the war. I cannot be in a movie oh without showing my titties. I'm in the war. Did that Penelope Cruz or the, the black lady from Time to Kill? The black lady from Time to Kill didn't speak English, so <laughs> the, I, I, the Zimbabwe girl. Except only one word she knew: accident. How did you learn that word? How to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? <laughs> it's like he trained her to say accident, and then he just kills her. I swear that's what happened in that movie. She cleared my conscience. Oh, oh I felt so good about myself after she died. When she she died, and she, I wasn't sick, so it's okay. She's dead on my my fault, but whatever. Now I'm gonna leave. All right, let's do it. Fine. I'm perfectly fine with this. What we'll is the quick theme one? I don't feel like doing the it's purge one. Ah. <sighs> Ah, yeah. Ah. I'm still so proud of that one. That's a good one. That is a very good one. That's literally what I did. It's very good. That's using your brain. Just like like Captain Corelli Mandolin. He used his mind as heart to win over Penelope Cruz. In the other movie, he just raped a girl in the love. Spoiler alert. In the other movie, he didn't give a shit. He just took whatever he wanted to. He raped her, and then she fell in love with him. I love you. Yeah, you do. I know. I know you do. But you're going to die. You got plague? Oh, no. <laughs> See, I said how that time to kill was like Vampire's Kiss. Yeah, now I... Because okay. he thinks we'll get to that. plague. Well, Welcome yeah, to B-Movie sorry. Battle, episode 78, Nick Cage Cast 54. Today, we are reviewing Time to Kill, which I have on glorious German Blu-ray. It is called... Uh, how'd you find that? Zeit zu leben, Zeit zu sterben. That's German! And then Captain uh, Corelli's Mandolin, which I only have on uh, DVD. I'm not Captain Corelli's Mandolin. I don't. I'm gonna only spend uh, like five bucks if it's on Blu-ray. Other than that, I'm just gonna have the DVD for a while. It's gotta be two ninety nine <clears throat> at that store. It's gotta be. And I finally That's get to show off Blu-ray Pickless Cage. Pickle Cage. Pickle Cage. Pickless Cage. That went into that Zimbabwe. That pickle cage went into Zimbabwe girl without her asking. So creepy. I'm gonna show you my pickle. All right, so it's time I'm to kill from '89 versus Captain Corelli's Mandolin. You'll notice some. Uh, there's a reason I put these two movies together. I was shocked when I found out. Yes. I was like, "How the fuck are these connected?" I the, I have not seen. This is my first time watching uh, Time to Kill. It's my first time watching Zaitzu Levin, yeah, Zaitzu Sturbin. Yeah. I've never seen it, never heard of it. I was like, is this the Sam Jackson movie? Both movies are free on YouTube. I watched them both on YouTube. Oh. I wish you would tell me that. I would have done that. <laughs> I didn't know till today. Oh, well, there you go. Well, the version of uh, Time to Kill that you have is the YouTube version. I pulled okay. it from YouTube. So it's oh, okay. the same thing. But... Uh, yeah, I stumbled upon upon this because I was trying to watch it at work. Because I've seen this movie like one and a half times, so now two and a half times. Right. And uh, I only had. I'm time. gonna say yeah. Uh, Camp Cruise not a bad movie. Uh, I'm gonna say I, I was not expecting what I saw in that movie at all. I was not expecting what I got. I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, it was it was fine. I don't think it's an amazing movie, but. It's, it was decent. It wasn't a. I was scared shitless because it'd be a slog. I felt like, oh, it's gonna be. I gotta watch this shit. Ugh. There's a very sudden bad. A, adjustment made a, a little over halfway through Captain Corelli. 
where it goes. All right, enough yes. of that romance shit. Here's your war that you we promised you. Yeah. And then it's just like whole, Nazi! wholesale slaughter and the governor from Walking Dead yeah. and, and uh, the referee's a wanker inside number nine. He plays a Nazi. Do you think we can be friends after the war? Yeah. We turned in our weapons. There's okay, so let's begin with Time to Kill from 89. Wow, you're gonna go okay, fine, chronological order. Yeah, because well, I'm just going because it's Time to Kill versus uh Captain okay. Corelli. All right, do you want to? We can start with Captain Corelli if you want. Sounds like no, you want to no, talk no, about time that. To kill, so I want to get Time to Kill out of the way as soon as possible because I hate this movie. <laughs> I just uh, oh god, this movie was fucking atrociously annoying to get through. I just was like, oh god, okay. what is this? I think we should save it for last. Oh, really? You liked it that much, huh? Did I say that? I said I want to save it for last. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to get I want to get Captain Corelli out of the way. And since you brought it up, okay. and we're already discussing it. All right. Um, That's fine. You have John Hurt playing a, Gre- a Greek guy who's English. You have Penelope Cruz who's Spanish playing Greek. You have, Italian, you have a, a Christian Bell's British playing a Greek. Kate, Cage and is American playing an Italian. American playing Italian. And then you have... At least he goes with the accent here. Yeah. He, he went full on with the accent here. Um, oh, he does. And it's not it's not it bad. It's not a bad accent. He kept it... It's not terrible. He, no. he kept it low-key, where he had a couple lines there where he either A, went American, or B, went full on Super Mario Brothers. Right, yeah. There, there are moments where... Ah, bonita! Yeah. Beauty! Oh, oh, my testicles hurt because you're so... Beautiful. Yeah, especially when they're partying on the beach. Give me some like, pizza. We're Italian. We like to fuck. Like he just. Well, it seems like those were the first days of the shooting, so it's like I think he's getting out of the system and he's trying to find that balance of how to play that character. Maybe the director wanted to get the titties out of the way because he's like, I need something to keep me, make me want to do this movie. So let's get some titties on screen first. I love Greek titties who look Italian. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what the fuck they were. They weren't Italian. They weren't Greek. I don't. Nobody is nothing in this movie. It's on uh, Kefalonia. No, it's not. It's supposed to be Greece. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's during World War II, kind of the falling days of of Italy during World War II, as it tells that yeah, story with, uh, yeah. But they're they're in Greece with um, um, the Italian fascist dictator Mussolini. Mussolini, he fell. He he gave up. Uh, like, some of the actors, no, the extras yeah, in this Yeah, they should have went into detail in what happened to Mussolini, because that was fucked up. I think they fucking castrated, like, they fucked him up. They fucked him up. Kind of like what he did to, to um, uh, remember, um, F- or, uh, um, the Middle East, or the African dictator, what was his name? Uh, Gaddafi. Yeah. They sodomized him with a Bowie knife, for Christ's sake. They fucked him up. That's what happens. Like that's that's crazy thought. That was your pure evil man. I for I will say seconds. I have no problems with that. No, sorry, no, Mussolini. <laughs> don't be that's, a fascist sorry, dictator. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't side with Hitler. Hey, what's the matter? I do like the you fact guys, that the my, my none baby? none of the soldiers in the Italian army that are there are on Hitler's side. Like they do not want to be there. So when they quit, no. they're like, "Yes, we get to go home now." All they want to do is go home. Yeah. That's an interesting side of the war that, because when, whenever they do Nazis, it's never, I just want to go home. 
Like, come on. But no, it's always, right. I'm pure evil every from the top to the bottom for the Nazi right, party. Yeah. So it's kind of cool yeah. to see varying degrees of I don't give a fuck about this war. Like, I was told to come here. I have to be here. Right. And they're so... Well, I guess the one problem with these movies, like, I think everybody's always afraid to give Nazis, like, a human face because it's just like, what are you saying? You're saying they're... Yeah, but there were people... I mean, the, the Germans tried to stop Hitler with Valkyrie. I mean, yeah. that was like, that was Germans trying to stop them, and they all got mur- they got executed for it. So a lot of the good Germans, it's just they got fucked over by their own people, and that's all, and it was that, fucked up. Schindler's war's, List. War's a nightmare. War's a yeah. hell. You know? it's a, you're only allowed to be a, a, a Nazi with a conscience if the movie's about you. Right, yeah. And other than that... Right. They have the one Nazi in Saber Private Ryan, the, the Betty Boop. What a dish. He seemed fine. Right, yeah. As exactly. far as they go with that. Big guns. <laughs> and then he stabs Adam Goldberg in the heart with a Nazi knife. He does. No, no, no. In the saddest that scene in one of the so movies awful. ever. Oh. No, 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 no. Don't do it. No, and no. Up, up no. I'm just sitting there on the stairs and it comes down. Everybody hates Upham. Fuck Upham. I hope Upham fucking got dysentery and died before the war was over. From that guy. Exactly. He took him to some mosquito swamp and they got dysentery and he's drinking the water. Ah, that'd be great. That's right. Like the the Nazi guy's shitting in there and then Upham's downstream. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Riddick. Riddick's blood got into his canteen and he died. (laughs) Oh, God. Because Vin Diesel's in Saving Private Ryan. That's true. He Give this note to my dad. His seems pretty brutal, too. Give this corona to my dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brutal this war is about family. Yeah, I see. This war about family. Give my 10-second car. Oh. Tom Sizemore. That's why Saving Private Ryan is like, I like about 80% of it, and then there's 20% where I don't like it at all. I don't know. Saving Private Ryan could be, it's like one of those movies that's almost perfect, but it just didn't quite get there for me. I don't know why. It's just there's something about which, it. Which like, scenes? It's not as good as... I think it's the Ted Danson part kills it for me. Because that takes me out of the movie. When they go in after Ted the wall Danson gets knocked down? Up. Yeah, yeah. And it's Ted Danson. And I was yeah. like, well, why is he here? Like That kind of takes me out of it. I don't know why Ted Danson's <laughs> in it. It's like, oh, it's Sam from Cheers. Yeah. He's Where's Norm? If Norm showed up, I'd be like, oh, this is interesting. And it, I, I guess, Kirstie like, Alley's whole... scene was unnecessary, and I don't know why Shelley Long weird. showed up. And, and then Tom Hanks Ratzenberg. goes, no, I'm going to save that memory just for me. <laughs> I'm talking about Diane, uh, Diane uh, from Cheers. But I guess uh, I was watching this historical guy on the internet. He was talking about Sam Wright Ryman. And he goes, Tom Hanks' character is way too old. He'd be 10 years younger. He'd be in his 20s. And that's why he goes, that's the one... Big thing about historical inaccuracy with these World War II movies, everybody's too old. You're talking, these guys were 18 to 22 tops. And that was the thing. All these guys were. And that's why they're the greatest generation, and we're a bunch of fucking bitches. I ain't parachuting, parachuting into the back of Berlin. No, thank you. Yeah. If I guess then you'd have to. Yeah, I was going to say, you had to, and it was actually considered like your civic duty. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, granted, it is. This is like the end of days. You're gonna fight yeah. the ultimate evil. So I guess that kind of gives you a boom. It's like, yeah, this is this is cool. I'm gonna go fight for my for freedom. 
I Whereas, can, like, Vietnam, it's like, what am I fighting for? I say that all the time. I, w- I would go serve in World War II if I had to. Yeah. If they called me for Vietnam, I'd be like, you right. go fuck yourself. I'm not going there. I'll go to jail or Canada. I'm not, I'm yeah, not going exactly. here. No. Yeah. I'm going to go to Canada, and I'm going to start my own company where I solve cre- uh, where I solve security problems. Oh, that's sneakers. I know where you're going with that. With, with uh, Rob Redford. That movie's not about sneakers him selling good. sneakers. You watch sneakers. No. It, it's not the new Air movie that Affleck made. Sacred. Yeah, I guess Air. <laughs> a shoe movie. That Great. Movie should Thank be called you, Snickers. Ben. That's what we needed. <laughs> it's him trying to do Argo again and win an Oscar. Michael Jordan movie. Yeah, probably. It's going to be like, oh, it's a funny movie about shoes. Fuck you. It's a movie about Michael Jordan featuring nobody playing Michael Jordan. I looked at the cast list, top to bottom. Oh, yeah, Michael... Michael Michael B. Jordan's not going to be in it. <laughs> Nobody's... Michael B. Jordan is playing Michael Jordan. is amazing. I think they're just going to deal with his mom the whole movie. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan's mom or Michael Jordan's mom? No, Michael, uh, Michael Jordan's mom in the movie. is uh, What's her name? Oh, who's she in the movie? I I haven't seen the trailer. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it, it looks fine. It's... Uh, uh, yeah, it looks... Yeah, whatever. What's her name from The Help? Oh, oh. Octavia Spencer. Is that Octavia? No. Or is it? No, the other. Um, um, uh, played, I'm uh, trying to remember the Davis. trailer. Viola oh, Davis. Viola Davis. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, she's stealing all the parts now. That's fine. She's, she's got enough work. Give it to somebody else. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan could play his own mom. Michael B. Jordan could do it. <laughs> it's looks... like Tyler Perry. <laughs> oh, let's talk about Captain Curly's mandolin. I have a oh, question right. for you. Why is it called this? He has a mandolin for ten. Minutes and then you never see it again. He it, he starts playing it once, and I don't think he actually plays it, does he? No, he plays it, and then she says, "I don't want to listen to this." Yeah, and he goes, "Okay, I don't have to play it anymore." Oh, oh, Lord. hey, hey, oh, whoa, oh, the bitch got problems. Oh, yeah, and then she talks about it at the very end, and that's I it. Forgot, I didn't I didn't listen at that part. I kind of like kind of zoned out at the end. I was like, "Oh, they survived an earthquake." Oh, he's back. Okay, it's the end of the movie. Blah, blah, blah. Move on. I was tuning out during that part because she starts to whisper everything, and I had the audio cranked up for a part, and it got really loud. I was like, ah, so I turned it back down, and I didn't hear her whispering. But he comes back. I didn't I didn't know if I could live without you. Uh, I need you to put a little cruise on. She's like, he's got, he's got the worst hair I've ever seen him have yet. They cut it out of the top of the DVD. They also, terrible. like, they look like they're airbrushed. Like, look at these oh, two. Yeah, it's de-aged like hell. That it is. Disca- they look like Ken dolls and, like, Barbie and I Ken dolls. I look like a picture. I look like a painting that's not painted. It's creepy. Um, oh! John Hurt's really good in the movie. He's not given enough scenes, though. He kind of fades away for a while. Right. He plays the town doctor. Yes. And he pulls it, a bee out of the guy's ear in the opening. And, I, yes. And then the he pod. begs him later to put the bee back in his ear because his wife won't shut the fuck up. <clears throat> yeah. And he, he goes, John Hurt goes, I can't. Uh, that would be against the Hippocratic Oath. And I'm like, hey, they have that in Italy? Oath. Well, you got to do it like John Hurt. <laughs> Hippocratic Oath. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I smoke a 10 packs of cigarettes a day. You sounded Jamaican when you did that. <laughs> Six bucks oh, a day, man. It's okay, man. <laughs> We're on an island. Why not? Oh. 
I shot the sheriff, but I did not kill Captain Mandolin. Somebody should have. Oh, they should have. Well, actually, they kind of do, but the big guy saves his life. That's true. That that I was not expecting. Like like you said, this movie goes a direction for about ninety minutes. Yeah, and then it just pivots. It turns into a full on like World War Two battle movie. And you're like, what the fuck? And like the war is coming to an end. Like the war is almost over. Well, the war for Italy at that point is over. Right. The whole yeah, thing is it, over. Them giving yeah. up their guns to the Nazis, and they're like, right. We will we at the deadline. It. And they yeah. keep making them give them their guns the day early. Right. And, and like... they, they lie and they say, oh, the, the governor, the Nazi general wants you to do it. And then the Nazi general goes, goes I never told anybody to give up their guns. Yeah. Wait, this is talk like that. I got their accent wrong. <laughs> I, I never told Nazi. anybody. Uh... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a German. I'm a Nazi. I'm German, man. Oh, man. Hitler pizza. I hate it. Here comes the Nazis. Right. Hello, we're the Nazis. Hello. We're German. Hello. Let's just do wrong accents Hello. for everything. I'm German. Hi, I'm German. <laughs> I'm a Nazi. I love I when Nick Cage in the the governor are talking, and he goes, he's like, we're not so different, United. And he goes, yeah, except the fact that you think that there's a superior race. Right. And he goes, oh, you look at the record, and it's time's going to prove it. <laughs> look at Joke hey, back and forth. He's not wrong. Look at Michael Jordan. There is a master race. He did, he just Michael, thought it was the wrong Michael one. Michael Jordan. Right, yeah. Michael Jordan kind of proves that theory. Tiger Woods. Any sport yeah. where there's actual athletes. So much so that white people, if they want to excel at something, they have to drive a car, like NASCAR or something. Goddamn right. <laughs> like that's all we can do. Take that. The chubby dude who can hit home runs. That's like all we have left. <laughs> yeah. Well, not even that we don't have because uh, Sammy Sosa Barry Bonds took that away from us. I think Mark and, McGuire and fucked Hank, that one up for himself. Well, well, so did Bobby. Or so did, uh, what's his name? Barry Bonds. I'm just going off white guys. Which I don't think that's a, that doesn't bother me that they took, like, that That doesn't bother me if you take steroids for baseball. What, what does that even mean? It doesn't bother me as much for baseball, but. When there's a guy in in UFC, I'm a, I'm a big UFC right. fan, who got keep, John Jones also keeps getting caught using stuff in his blood or sure. in his system, and that pisses me off because that's a direct one to one. Like you're going head to head to someone, you can't you keep winning because you're cheating. That's well, the, no, I agree with it. Yeah, that's that's different though. No, I'm just saying it's baseball. Who gives yeah, a fuck no. anyway? Well, ba- yeah, it's baseball because like Tiger Woods. <laughs> He had eye corrective surgery. Isn't that cheating? Because in golf, you have to see far away. Makes him see better. So wouldn't that be uh, enhancing drug and enhancement over others? Not an illegal, not a banned substance, though. Yeah, but he's the best in the world. You give him the advantage to be better, and he's going to be better because he's already the best. And yeah, but then you can also say if you wear glasses, he's, he's like you can't even wear glasses. Is kind of the argument there. Well, yeah. Like said, <laughs> Which they should advantage. be blindfolded. I would watch blindfolded golf, <laughs> and they made the crowd be quiet. Like they got, you know, like you shut the fuck up, and he's swinging at them. And they're like, oh, no, like, you shut the, and they have guns. And like you make a noise, I will shoot you. <laughs> they 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 keep getting eaten by alligators in Florida. We gotta stop this. <laughs> Blind baseball would be fun. What? Oh god, that'd be amazing. Blindfolded baseball, just well, no idea where they're pitching. 
the Japanese just beat us in the international baseball tournament. They did. So there's that. Yeah. So I guess, you know, the fat white guys can't have baseball anymore. The point is, Master Race, white people are on the bottom of that list. Unless you're Finnish or Swedish. They're, it's genetically, I'm saying. Um, there's some Eastern European city, though, where somebody said, like, everybody's model beautiful. Like everybody in that city is like perfect genetics. They're all the women are six four, the men are six eight, and they're all like chiseled and it's beautiful. Is that where Remco lives? Like, I maybe no. Nah, it's more that's that's tall and and he's not that pretty. These people are like beautiful. <laughs> he he's okay. Remco's a good looking guy, like but he's not he's not a model. He's like statuesque. No, I mean like model, like you know beyond human capacity of beauty. Like these are the Greek gods that stepped on the planet, you know, stepped down from Mount Olympus beauty. Visually, like, you're just like, welcome to Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie yeah, Island. But, but that's where I want to go because a guy like me would, would be like the best thing ever because he's like, we've never seen something like you. What is this on your back? Hair? Wow. <laughs> that's so hot. Yeah, I know, isn't it? Do you take tolls from your bridges? Shut up. <laughs> you want to sh- shave my back? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, you're going. You're going for the honor. Like, cause you hear it from Brad Williams, the comedian, that he gets a lot of hot ladies because they're just curious to fuck a midget. They just want to know and say they've right. done it. So he's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. be that guy." <laughs> That's true. It's absolutely. That's why, like, cause if you grow up around beauty, you know, you, you go, you have like a schlub guy go to a beautiful island. You think they're be like, "Hey, this guy's different. Let's go find out what his story is. Let's go suck that fat dick." Exactly. <laughs> I do want to right. point out the back of the box here and how mm. it how objectifying it must be for Penelope Cruz if she ever reads this. Oh, let's hear this. Academy Award winner Nicolas Cage, the family man, and sexy Penelope Cruz, Vanilla Sky, electrified the screen in this romance from the director of Shakespeare in Love. Um, skip, okay, so Cage stars as Captain Antonio Corelli. An Italian officer whose company of soldiers is sent to Cephalonia, a beautiful Greek island, untouched by war. Um, Cephalonia is enchanted uh, by Cephalonia and its people, especially uh, Pelagia Cruz, the gorgeous, proud daughter of the island's doctor, John Hurt. She's so fucking hot. She's got Sexy. nice nipples and a fine ass. She shows her tits. Perfectly shaped <laughs> Penelope Cruz, who shows her tits in this, they would sell more copies that that did way. Did she? I didn't. I didn't notice. She that. did. Did yeah. I, I miss that? When was that? There's a love scene, uh, right there? right before, oh, right before um, Christian wow. Bale's turn in the uh, Che Guevara. Yeah. Okay. When he does his like oh, French Renaissance or oh, that's when I was zoning Cuban out. Renaissance or whatever Renaissance you want to point to, where they have that same look of grizzled. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Living on the well, land. Uh, the best actor out of this whole movie, John Hurt and Christian Bale, hands down, I think. Oh, obviously. Bale, <laughs> Bale was so good. Bale was Bale's so fucking like, good. Good in this movie. He is. He, he has, uh, he's got that scene where he's like, I think I was pretending to love you. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. He says right off the bat, he goes, she walks in there and then, because he keeps, he lives with his mom and he came back from the war and all fucked up. Yeah. And they didn't write Penelope Cruz the whole time. Because he couldn't, he didn't know how. Yeah. And she gets there to go break up with him, essentially. Well, it's right. actually after that. And he goes, I don't love you. I never did. She's like, No, oh, this is at the end. This is like towards the, yeah. the last 30 minutes. Sorry, of I was movie. trying to remember which, Cause which he, scene. Cause he just, and, and that's the thing. He just walks away. 
Like he walks into the city at night and you never see him again in the movie. He's gone. Like he just he lost it when he went to the war. He just he lost everything. He's done. Yeah. And I think it has a lot to do with that that um, where they hung that that poor that poor woman <laughs> hung they that hung poor woman, woman. Uh, when she was uh, she wasn't really stooping the governor but they thought she was and then they hung her because that's what they did actually they did that a lot in those countries if women laid with the Germans they fucking executed them because they called them whores and they shaved their head and hung them for which for, totally you know, makes sense sad deal yeah fuck you're trying to survive you you have the only weapon you have your pussy. And they kill you for it. It's just unbelievable. It's like, they're going to kill you if you don't use it. They're going to kill you if you use it. It's just, they might that's, as well just show up and kill all the women. That's from The Sopranos, by the way. I didn't pull that out of my ass to be, like, dirty. Oh, okay. That's uh, the best line. Uh, David Strathairn says that to to um, to um, Car- Carmine, or uh, Carmella. Yeah. Where he goes, you use the only weapon you knew. That's what he that put- you had, your pussy. Like, oh, my God. And she goes, what? He was the teacher? Because she doesn't understand. Like, he was a teacher. Yeah, he was yeah, a yeah. teacher. And she has an affair with him for about a season, if that. Yeah, I remember that. I like how upset Tony gets. Yeah, and it's like, dude, you fuck a different lady like every other day. Yeah, every day. Like, well, that's the thing. That's why it's like out of, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's out of control. His, his just misogyny is amazing. What do I, what do they have that I don't have, Tony? You want me to care about a whore that fucks you? Oh yeah, that's my my my. Uh, what dreams may come, my, girl? She's talking my about Edie, my Edie Falco, um, <laughs> my Edie Falco impression. Not bad. I was in Avatar too. Was she? I thought it already came out and bombed. <laughs> oh yeah, you tell me about her. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she said. Well, that. The, you record that four years ago. Yeah, well, yeah, that. how is she gonna know? How does she, she <laughs> keeps up with like modern? No movies. I mean, I'm getting that point. I don't care anymore. Like, I'm looking to see what's coming out. I don't fucking care. I just, I don't care anymore. Renfield or Renfield, how are you pronouncing that? Yeah. Oh my god, that looks worse and worse every time I see it. I can't wait for it. There's a new trailer, I guess, that came out for it. I've seen a couple trailers for it already. It looks terrible. (laughs) It's so bad. I like Nick Holt though. So I I do like Nick Holt. I think we're gonna be good hands because he's in it. Cage is schlocking it up as Dracula. That's the best part. That's why you want to see it. I think it's going to be fine. Are you going to go see Evil Dead? Uh, it, I, I hear it has like perfect ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, and they weren't, they weren't even going to like release it. They're going to go streaming with it, but then the mm. every like oh, their, wow. their test screenings are so good that they're like, all right, we got to release this. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I wow. saw the first one in the theaters. Yeah, I did too. I liked it. Most, it was fine. Uh, yeah, it was fine. It was be- way have, better yeah. than I expected. Right. And this one, it's pretty disturbing when the, the girl, the mother, your mother's with the maggots. <laughs> yeah, she's cool. It's Visually, it's a really cool yeah. movie. Yeah, it might be, it'll probably be good, but I'm just like, eh. I don't like seeing horror movies in theater, though, because it's too loud. You got to sit further me. back, but. Yeah, my biggest pee is that they like jump shit, and I'm just like, God yeah. damn it. Like, you know it's coming. It's just, it doesn't scare me, but it does, it's like the anticipation bothers me. It works better in the theater because if you're sitting a little closer, you're like, ah, oh, and the noise over there, then you see it. Because then TV, yeah. you're just like, I see it. It's coming right there. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, So it kind of it ruins the taking catching off guard part. That's why they do, have to right. do the, and then pops in the screen now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Captain Corelli. Who? It is a good movie. It is... Yeah unfocused in a good way if that makes sense 
I like the fact that it has a very, very abrupt shift to a war movie. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Because it is like full on, like they mow down all these, all these yeah. soldiers at one point. Well, yeah, it shows you how bad the Nazis were. They just betray their own people. And yeah. They basically, all their, all their allies, they basically say, well, you've, you raised your arms against us. We're not going to send you to prison. We're just going to kill you right here. And Cage, mow them down. Cage calls him out on it and he goes, he's like, just like you did it, whatever, whatever, wherever. Right. And he goes, hey, they got to go home. I think the implication was they went to prison for years and years and then got right, sent yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. But who can't who can't trust the Nazi? He's a Nazi, of course he's trustworthy. Come on, he's okay. Yeah, come on, like he's guy. a good guy. Yeah. Okay, so he's got a thing about Jews, but hey, he's funny. I really want to know what the title means, though. What that is, what that means to whoever came up with the title. Well, it's based on a book. Yes. I think the book, but, I'm reading the IMDb trivia, like the guy researched this book so detailed, like to a point where it was kind of obsessive. So the movie, I don't think quite does that, but I think the book probably did. So the book is probably all about the mandolin. And there's probably a history about why the mandolin is important. Because isn't the mandolin a Greek instrument? Or is it a Spanish, or is it an Italian instrument? That sounds Greek, or sounds Italian. I mean, mandolin. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I should look it up. Depends on which one. Let's see. Let's look up. Uh, what is a mandolin? What is a Corelli's mandolin? I'm looking at hey. kind of. I'll look it up. I got it right here. I'll what look. is a mandolin? Okay, here we go. Um, it's Italy. Of the lute family that has a visual pear shape and fetid ne- fretted neck. Okay. French from Italian mandoloni. Mandolino. Yeah. A kitchen utensil with a blade for slicing That's something else. and shredding. <laughs> oh, wait, wait it evolved in the 18th century in Italy else. and Germany from the 16th century Mandora. Uh, the interest modern day foreign proposition okay. strongly influenced, blah, 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 blah. Um, who would find the mandolin? Doctor Joseph Ignis Gudelman. After his ex-girlfriend Mandy, <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> oh my God! So it's Mandy's Lynn. Oh my God, that is amazing. Who named so something after her ex-girlfriend? She was a bitch. I hate her fucking God. <laughs> this this, this, this would annoy everyone. It's it's loud and shrieking. I'll call it Mandy. Ding, 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 Okay, so I like I was saying, I, I love the abrupt shift to complete war movie and just brutal slaughter. And the people in the town and even the Nazi himself, the governor, having to deal with the with that, the carnage that kind of came out of left field even for him. And Corelli just kind of leaves the movie for a while and leaves <laughs> Penelope Cruz with John Hurt. And then there's the earthquake yeah. scene. Well, that was the thing that cracked me up because this poor island, it goes through the fucking Nazis. Then when they beat the Nazis, that's all done or they're still around, but it's like the war's over because it's a couple years after the war. The earthquake comes and takes them all out again. Yeah. And, and fucking John Hurts on the set of Beverly Hills Cop 3 and that Cylon comes in and the earthquake falls <laughs> and he goes, oh my God, what happened? And oh, This is a red alert. Uncle Dave! <laughs> Uncle Dave! Uncle Dave's the... Adeline! Uncle Dave! It's Uncle Dave, everybody. 
It was shot. Axel Foley shot Uncle Day. A movie so good, I watched it a couple days after we reviewed it. Why not? <laughs> well, it's not what VH. You said it was on VH1. Yeah, it was on VH1. Just on, just <laughs> Severely edited down. Oh yeah. When uh in the beginning, because I watched the chop shop scene in the very beginning, all and they swear a bunch there, and uh, Eddie Murphy especially to all those guys. It's just so censored. It's it's oh, I love I love TV censorship where they replace the words. It's the best. I can watch any movie if it's on like TNT. As long as they replace the words with something, because that's the best. You don't like when they just mute it out? I don't like when it's muted out or beep. Like, that's not fun. I appreciate the mute more, but yeah, it is fun to listen to them. I love Son of a Cabbage Farmer. I love. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the best. This is what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. Yes, exactly. It's. <laughs> Because I want to be in that room going, uh, uh, G-rated. the guy who's pitching that shit. Uh, uh. And it is the actors Fuck. doing it because they have to dub it. They overdub the, that stuff. They do that. Because I, I heard it. But it's basically that. You did for air, you know, airline versions of the movie or the TV versions. So John Goodman was saying and coming up with, this is what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> and breaking the car as, as opposed to saying, but, Fuck a stranger in the ass. I'm glad we've kind of gotten away from that. Like, yes. like we don't—they don't so much do that anymore because it's like, oh, just don't show the movie there. Then we're not making money right, there, no. so why put the why produce the yeah. alternate lines? That's what's nice about now airplanes. They have like those movies you can watch; and they're all unedited. Oh yeah. So, which is kind of weird because sometimes there's nudity. I'm like, who's gonna watch this movie when there's nudity in an airplane when everybody can see what you're watching? Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey in the airplane. Yeah, mm. I don't understand that. Just kind of. D- Why do they have Star Trek Triple X? All right. <laughs> oh! you, you wanted me to. You put it here. It for me, you put it there. What was I supposed to do? You guys are fucking entrapment. I want to see you for entrapment. The the bathroom has been occupied for hours. The little boy. I got to release there. something. The little boy that was sitting next to me went to the bathroom for hours because he was afraid of me. He was like, whacked <laughs> off the porno on the plane. Okay, so what? So what? Am I? Was that? Well, I'm cr- the crime. Actually, yes. I just finished. Uh... I'm done. Oh, yeah. You can't smoke on planes anymore, Shit. sir. Oh, damn it. This place is a fucking prison! What did I just watch a couple days ago where they said the smoke, smoke, the smoking room, or smoking rows, or the back six rows of the airplane? I'm like, ah, oh, wow. Were you watching MST3K's? No, it was... Airplane 77 or whatever? What the shit was I watching? Back in the old, good old days when everybody smoked. And it was like a... We went to the moon. A 70s movie. God damn it! What was, was it? An airplane? No, it wasn't. It wasn't a comedy. Uh, was it French Connection too? Man, I did rewatch all the Inside Number Nines though. I've, I've officially watched them all twice. Oh, my wife didn't give a shit. So about are they on the, Amazon? Because I told you uh, which one. She didn't give a shit about the, the ending end of, of that uh, one that we liked. Yeah, the Devil of Christmas. Really? Because she wasn't watching the whole thing. Didn't. Oh, okay. She was kind of tuned. I'm like, I don't, I, was... I don't get it. So what? So what? But I was like. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> gets the end, like, you're ah. sick, you're sick <laughs> You're a sick woman that doesn't affect you You're sick It's great, oh man, I love that ending It is perfect So yeah, oh. so that, that, I think that should segue into Time to Kill um, yeah, I, yeah I would say Captain Curly I would give Curly's Battle of a 7 A solid 7 I'm going to give it a 6 for now Okay, because the, I, the, I, it surprised me The first time I watched it, I gave it a 4 Okay. Now I watched it without any expectations, which is I always recommend watching something twice. 
Right. Because the first time you're like, you're waiting for this. Oh, it's not. And I was like, oh, come on, movie. Second right. time, I really did enjoy most of it. Right. There is some lagging in the, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some pacing, pacing issues, uh, in the, mostly in the first hour. But God right. damn, that second, second half, even before yeah. the war starts, like the second parts in the yeah, second half, I, I really so. did enjoy them. Yeah. Um, and it, ultimately, it though, the movie goes nowhere. And I didn't really care about their, their romance at all. Oh God! No, they have zero chemistry. No, they, they share like they share like three chemistry. scenes together. Yeah, there's nothing there that's like, oh my God! It's not like uh, Emma Emma Stone and and Ryan Gosling. Now that's chemistry. These guys had none of that. Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. <laughs> uh, yes. Are you talking Ooh, about La La Land? I thought you were talking about Gangster Squad. I'm sorry. No, that one was just, that was just abusing their hey, relationship. That was both of them. That was terrible. That was a bad movie. <laughs> that movie should have been awesome and was so fucking dumb. Crazy Stupid Love is the best Emma Watson Ryan uh, Gosling pair. Oh, they're that in, was good. They're that in a, a third good. movie together. Oh yeah, uh, that's the one with my, uh, Steve Carell. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. You ever see that one? No, I it looked all right. I it's just... good. It's good. It's actually not bad. It's it's uh, there's some surprise. Surprisingly funny, Gosling is surprisingly hilarious in that movie. He I, does a real good job being. In he's it. a good guy. Carell's hilarious. And <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's a good. It's a decent movie. Talking about his movies, The That's Good Guys, great. which I've which too. I've also not seen. Oh, Good Guys is great. It looks it's a great I, movie. that movie I want to watch though. I just haven't. The scene in the trailer you where said he's the Lord's name in vain. Where he's trying to. No. He's trying to shit, smoke a cigarette, point a gun, and open the bathroom door at the yeah. same time. <laughs> oh, it's, it's hilarious. And Russell Crowe's just looking at me. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's a I great see, movie. I, I was going to the theater a lot when that trailer was playing, and it played before every movie I saw, and I was like, God, this, that scene is great. Like, So I'm like, I kind of don't want to watch the movie because it's going to ruin. Like, I want to I think of that movie yeah. as that scene alone now, and... But I should watch it if you say well, it's good. It, it's it's good. It's it's one of my it's Shane Black's last great movie. He hasn't really recovered from Predator. Yeah. Predator like, shit fucking cunt fuck oh, shit he, dick. He needs to pussy. Ooh, yeah. Autism. Rough, rough. Autism is a superpower. <laughs> fucking dumb. All right. Uh, Time to kill. Yeah. Zizu Leben, Zizu Sturben. Oh, well, let me read the back of this one because this really is informative. Oh. Enrico Aizun Yuger in Africa Stonti stole that. Alle vera for Enrico in Vutimek, gentlemen in Bonin, Zibig du Zatag, right? That's not really. Yeah, that that's really tells you what the movie's about. It's basically about Nick Cage is an uh, is a business executive who thinks he's been bitten by a vampire, <laughs> and he's in World War Two. And he thinks he's got the plague, and he doesn't, and then he, okay. he gets away with lots of horrible things. Let's let's go into that before we really discuss the movie, because I this this is one of like three of his movies I've never seen. Actually, no, I think this is the one. Mm. The only one I've not seen is Reinfeld, but it's not out yet. You see Birdie? I've seen, yeah, I've seen them all. So oh, okay. this, this, and, no, sorry, this and never, oh, Firebird, never on a Tuesday. You haven't seen Firebirds. I said Firebirds. You did? I thought you said you never saw that one. No, I saw it. Okay. This and Never on a Tuesday, which he's only in one scene of, I've never seen. 
Um, literally everything else I've seen. So this is my first time watching yeah. it. And I didn't, and you watched it before I did. So I get a text from you saying, uh, I think he was inspired or something like that by Vampire's Kiss. And I was like, okay, he must have some freak outs. I didn't realize you meant, well, I realized halfway through the movie, no, I guess three quarters of the way through the movie, what you must have meant. Because I'm like, he's not freaking out yet. He doesn't have leprosy. <clears throat> right, yeah. Exactly. Uh, and I put it together because of what you told yeah. me. And I was like, I it's got it. That's the, that's, the big, that's the big plot twist of the, yeah. end of the movie. Because he thinks he's dying the whole movie because the Zimbabwe girl that he brutally rapes, um, hey. and who loves him, by the way. Well, let's, let's talk about rape. that. I rape with love. Let's talk about the rape. Um, yeah. Okay, well, in the beginning, they're in, they're in Africa. He's an Italian soldier. He doesn't do the accent here. No, he, he does he not. He just sounds like an American. He sounds like Nick Cage from 1990. And that's a that's an Italian filmmaker thing where they don't want to really do an accent because they're going to dub you anyway. This is the, one of the few copies of this movie you can get that aren't dubbed. And that's why I pulled it from that YouTube clip because it's it's how it's supposed to sound. The guy did a lot of work there to put this movie mm. together because he compiled like different audio tracks. That's why sometimes oh, okay. it cuts down to 4 by 3 and also the language will change sometimes because he just didn't have the footage there to do it with. So there's that scene where he yells at that guy at the end in in, uh, in Italian. Right. So that's what that's where he's pulling from. He just didn't have. He's like, that's, I don't, that's all right. So he put it together. So this is a very rare Nick Cage movie. Most people have not seen it. When I get my international oh, no. Blu-ray player, I can finally watch this and see what, see what see what's on there. Um. Yeah. But it was my first time watching it, and I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was going to be really, really cheap and boring and stupid and just a just a terrible, terrible waste of time. I don't feel that way now, though. Right. How did you feel about the movie? Did you watch it all in one sitting? I kind of want to know what your experience was watching it. I just I watched it in one sitting. I kind of was like, okay, where's this? I kind of. I kind of fast forward some spots just to get it moving, and I could still follow the movie. So I was like, okay, this is what that was. This is where you're going here, because they go back and forth. Because the first like 20 minutes, it, it's all off screen what happened, and then you see what happened on screen, and then you hear the whole story of Nick Cage, what happened to him in Africa as a soldier. Because all he wanted to do was walk to get his tooth fixed. He had a toothache. Yeah. So he's trying to get his toothache fixed next base, which is like five miles down the road. And he basically, the car, the the Italian driver he has is so annoying. He crashes. He's not paying attention to the road. Goes up on a giant ass boulder. Case, like you know what? On a rock. Yeah, I don't know how he does that, but he manages to fuck everything up. And then Nick Cage has to um, basically he says, you know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna walk to the base. It's only five miles. Fuck this. I'm just gonna do. It. And then he gets basically takes a turn. And he's in another world. It's like he he never makes it to the base. Basically. It becomes, and that's where you start to go, how much of this really happened. Right. But the girl did exist. Yes. So it is a little confusing. <laughs> it, well, because her, her father's at the end of the movie. Yes, he, that's. He shows up with his, the father's. What? Like the medicine this, man. Right here. <laughs> Look at that. That's pretty hard to do. That's a, almost impressive to go up on a boulder that size. You're so stupid, you <laughs> stupid wop. But God. Italy and their filmmaking is 
we're gonna, what kind of, okay, what kind of special effect? Are we, you're going to drive that, that big old truck on that big old rock. Yeah. What special effect? You're going to drive the, like. Uh, rock is there, so you drive over it. Okay, all right, azione. All right. <laughs> like, Italy you. doesn't give a fuck. No, I, I, okay. should, I should mention, before we get back to the plot, I don't like Italian movies. Their B movies are fucking terrible. I have no, I have no issue. Uh, but then again, Leone was yes. Italian, wasn't he? Leone yes. is it? Well, he. I was going to get to that. He he is the right. exception. He is a master right. filmmaker, one of the best. The rest of his country. I, I did a right. video for Hell of the Living Dead, an Italian movie because oh, yeah. Fulci, Fulci zombie yes. movies. They're like all ripoffs of American. All movies. those. It's always you watch these people. Yeah. And then your main characters are doing this, and they're wandering. And then they run into someone else. And then the movie's like, all right, fuck that first group. And then you follow these people, and they meet someone. And then you're just like, I always do, like, with the cameraman, just, wait, them? Wait, why is it about them now? I don't know who these people are. They picture an American filmmaker in Italy. Why? Why? They're Okay, whatever. Film them. Oh, oh, a bird. All right, anyway. Oh, shit, they're gone. Uh, I guess it's about them now. And it's so unfocused. Get that shot of the statue. So that's why I was so reluctant to watch this movie because the history of lower budget Italian movies don't does ever, not sit well don't, with me. Don't ever watch, don't ever watch Demons. Yeah. If you're going to watch Demons, I prefer the sequel, Demons Two, in the high rise where it makes no fucking sense. You oh. watch that, and you're just like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. I'm up for it if it makes no sense. Oh, it makes zero sense. We should watch that actually. Maybe I'll come down and watch that movie. <laughs> it's on Shudder. It, it's like it's horrible. I do not. I agree. I don't like Italian horror movies at all. They're, I've seen a bunch. They're not great. They're, I don't understand the following. Do you know what I mean? They're they're severely unfocused, though. Oh, oh, fuck yes. All right. So, but that's most B movies that I've watched. So I watched. I put this on, and I'm like, oh god, here we go. And he's got a toothache, and you get. I, I start starting to get the feeling. He's got a toothache, he wanders, and then it cuts to him right. later. Why, where have you been? Oh, nowhere, don't worry about it. And I was like, God damn it, here we go again. And then he tells the story, and I'm like, holy shit, they're focusing. Right. That was all a setup for, that's the frame, framework of the, of the actual movie. Sure. And he tells the story. And like you said, he shows up in a different world. He goes to the land of the lost yeah. <laughs> and meets this girl. Pretty much, yeah. Didn't you think the guy who told them about the river and the lake and how to get back to camp, didn't you think there was going to be more of a sub-story there? Yeah, but at that point, I was like, oh, God, all right, you know what, this ain't going to go anywhere, is it? It kind of felt like, ah, I'm on, I, this movie's just going to go where it needed to go. I'm yeah. just going to follow. I'm not going to question this movie. And it did. It did go yeah. where it needed to go, and it took some turns. If you, Do you want to continue the plot? No, you, you continue. Okay. He... He goes down, he tries to, he's trying to find the lake, because the guy told him, you follow the river, it goes to the lake, right around that lake is the road back to the next camp. It's right there. It's way shorter than driving around or walking around. Save you, save you like days of walking. So that's why he's going into this valley, and it's like this lush jungle. But everything else we've seen is like dirt. It looks like the desert. That's why he said he goes into a different world, because it really well, does yeah. feel like that. Well, I th- think, is it supposed to be a leper colony? That's where he's at. We don't. He doesn't know that till later. Yeah. He does. Well, I mean, that comes. That ends up being the deal. That sets up the rest of the movie. Movie's over. Yeah. 
Right, yeah. It sets up the entire the the entire shift in focus for Cage because at this point he just wants to get his tooth fixed. He just uh, he's wandering around. He meets this girl. He's he's looking at her and she's in the lake or in a river, kind of where a waterfall actually, just bathing. Right. And he's in, in typical Italian fashion, uh, gets a little invasive, to to say the least. He rapes her, it, yeah. to say the most. With love. He, he full With on, love. He throws in some yeah. soap, and she's like, ah! And she gets out, and she walks over there, and then she goes over and gets scared and puts on some clothes, and he immediately walks over and is like, no! None of that! No. <laughs> hey, man, take that off. You don't need to wear that for me. I can't show this scene, obviously, but... No. Grabs her and pulls her down while she's going, mm, mm. The universal symbol for no... By the way, well, I don't know what that means. I got to think. I can't. I can't think right now. <laughs> I don't yeah, know what that think. means in your country. I'm gonna go ahead and say it means yes. It's okay, honey. Upside down means upright. Let's go. But then he he rapes her because she's he saying does. no the whole time. They don't show the actual fucking, but thank God. No. Well, yeah. But then it, it cuts to like them afterwards, and she's grabbing his hand and holding it, and he's like, she's a cigarette." All right, thank you. Uh, some money. And you, want oh, you want a cigarette? I got this. What do you, what do you want some of this? And he gives her like a can of sardines. And she's like, oh, and he's like, oh, you're right. And throws it to the side. <laughs> and then, oh, man, I'm sorry. He's trying to like pay her for the sex that they had. But she won't let him go because she's at this point fallen for his rapist dick. Oh, who would in Snake Cage in 1989? Yes. Right before, right before uh, Firebirds. Post Peggy Sue. Pre-Firebirds. The the plot of this movie kind of reminds me of like a... a this is going to sound bold to say it, but it, it kind of reminded me of a Kurosawa movie. That's bold. Yes. I'm not saying this is good, clearly, but I'm just saying it reminded me of like some of his stories where it's like, where's this going? You're watching a guy right. wander. Um, right, yeah. And ends up being like a good story, like a Kurosawa movie would. And... How you feel about it might be different than me, but I the story itself is fine. He just thinks he has leprosy yeah. and is trying everything he can do to, to get away from this place and go back to Italy. Yeah. So he can make his wife a leper now. Right. But anyway, they live... Uh, the, it starts... I forget why they stay there for a couple of days and they fuck. The whole time he's going, where's the lake? And he's trying to draw it and get her. And she goes... Ah, and he draws an alligator and she goes, ah, chupatada! And he goes, yeah, where's the chupatada? And she goes, huh. and he's like, there's the fucking lake. And I'm like, it was 12 feet away this entire time. I didn't notice. I was too busy raping people. <laughs> if it's he, right there. He could have, at one point during the rape, been like, Ugh. oh, hey, the lake. Ugh. Alligators. I don't remember that. Yeah. He could have seen the, the lake from the rape. Is it called lape, rape, uh, rape Lake? Rape, lake by the rape. <laughs> That's the inn. That's the that's the rule. That's the uh, the how you get to the lake. You got to rape. You got. Hello, mythic adventurer. In order to find the the lake, you must rape a woman. Would you like to find oh. a fourteen year old black girl? Here we are. That's why we shouldn't play D and D because that would be our storylines. Oh, it'd be awful. It'd be just disturbing. And in order to get the gonna... amulet, you must rape one of the players in the room. You must cut the head off of eleven from the from the show Stranger <laughs> Things. Yes. It's oh, that's fine. Oh, he tells us the story of he saw a hyena, and he's shooting at it, 
And one of the right. bullets ricochets, hits her in the gut. He said she'd bled out and died overnight. Turns out in the flashback, she he managed to get her to say, accident, before he's like, all right, thank you for saying, clearing my conscience. All right, bye. And kills her and buries her in a bunch of rocks. Right, exactly. Right. And then he buries his watch in her, and she has, he has to try to dig her up to get to the watch. Yeah. And that's when he cuts himself, and he thinks, oh, my God, I have plague because he cut himself. And the, the wound's not healing because he's in, like, the jungle, and it's humid, and it won't heal because it's the humid jungle in Africa. And he's not treating it at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> he's wrap, wrapping it in, like, an ugly, dirty-ass white cloth for a whole movie. I do like that it... The reason he's, like, thinking he's a leper and freaking out so bad is because he feels so guilty about killing her. But the well, movie, that's what it is. The yeah. movie doesn't beat you over the head with that message. Right. You just yeah. get it. Like, because right when he realizes she's not sick, he, he clears his conscience. And he goes, all right, I need to tell you about her, your daughter. Right. And he yeah. tells her, and the guy's like, mm. and, goes, <sighs> and it cuts to them building, fixing his house. They're and, all laughing with each other. I guess we can fast forward to the rest. We don't go in order. Because that's really the big setup of the movie. And it's him trying to get off the island and, like, trying to finding, like, betraying his people in his squad. Uh, What's that guy's name? Oh, the French guy? The the Italian French guy? Yeah, that stole the money from the army and he steals it from him. And he gets killed immediately, but the guy doesn't want to tell him. (laughs) Right. I did not tell him he got shot by raiders. Yeah, because his gun was done. Because Nicholas Cage emptied his gun. Yeah, it's like a weird road movie, while also not being a road movie. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's very much. Uh, yeah, I think it's some kind of weird. I don't know. They're they're trying to go for like a, a, a Rupert Kipling style, t- or like Heart of Dark. Yeah, this story, but with lepers and it's one of those old, really old. It feels like it's written by like Hemingway or something. It's very macho. It's like, I'm going to fuck this girl. I have, I got leprosy from her pussy. No, I didn't. I'm a man. That's not, it's not real. Here's the scene. They convinced this guy, his friend. This is a guy who's, and he's, the, he's the narrator too. He's the narrator and the guy that Cage is telling the story to. But uh, he comes back over and you hear this. That was not- he's trying to get him to flirt to go pick these girls up. And then, it, then the, the truth is revealed right here. Funny, Major. <laughs> you knew about those girls. <laughs> you knew what? Leprosy. <laughs> Come on. Did you really think two angel pies like that would let you pick them up if they didn't have leprosy? That's the whole setup. And gets in Cage's yeah. head. Yeah. I kept seeing YouTube comments for this because it's on YouTube where I watched it. Interesting. Interesting. And people were like, the directing is so bad. It's awful. And I'm like, I, I didn't, I honestly, I didn't, I'm trying to be fair. I didn't think the directing was that bad. Did you? Now, I think people misconstrue story and just concept of what the film's about, like the theme of the movie, and they just think, oh, that's that's a director's job. What the writer did that. Yeah. The director's just shooting the movie. Is the plot moving? Are the characters moving? Am I getting the... Cinematic j- yeah. jive. That's the director's job. It's not... The director they, needs to... confuse it. The director needs to capture what he needs to convey the emotion of the scene. Or if it's not right. an emotion scene, to convey whatever in the scene. And that, it cuts the cage, and it's a perfect yeah. close-up, and he's like, 
You realize at that moment it got the cage because he's putting it together. You see in this shot where he's looking at those girls, realizing yeah. that girl he raped was exactly dressed like that. And you, so I, I honestly didn't think the directing was that bad. I didn't know what the fuck everyone was talking about there. I expected I, it to be so piss poorly the problem, directed. The, well, the people who who are, are just basic, like they think they know everything, they've watched everything, they're basically going off of the whole premise of, okay, it's a, a close-up, wide shot, medium shot, that's it. And then you edit from that. It's like, that's not directing. That's just boring TV directing. And I think that's where we're at now is nobody sees anything cinematically anymore. It's all paint by number, formulaic directing. And like that, that's not directing. That's just being... That's being a journeyman to get the thing done, to shoot it and put it in the camera and get it released because it has to be released on this date. That's why TV shows are very similar because it's it's, it's a factory. It's like it's, you have to get it done in a week because it's going to air in six weeks. You know? Yeah. So I think with movies, what's missing in movies now, and it's it's getting worse and worse every year, is there's no setup and payoff. There's no, you know. If the camera holds on something that means something, they don't do that anymore. They'll just cut to a, a still or they'll cut to a, you know, like a, a pickup shot. It's like, oh, that's, that means something. And it's not in can it's not in the set, in the scene with the actor. And it's just all God off, yeah. fucking forbid. If you let the camera linger on an actor for a moment, oh, yeah. after, well, the after thing, they're yeah. done with their dialogue, you better fucking cut. And it's yeah. like, you get some of the best shots in movies after the dialogue's done. And it's just the actor right. sitting there like, Sitting in the yeah. emotion of the scene that just happened, yeah. Like I could, that's like, there's a trillion happens. examples of great movies that have that sort of stuff. And yeah, this movie did have its silent moments, and I, I was like, that's. I think that's why I was sitting there, like I, I like hanging out in this movie. Right. The story is whatever, but I actually thought, and he meets Jack Nicholson here. Right. Um, <laughs> look at this. He shoots him. He shoots him. He runs away. He goes to this guy. He tells him his book idea. Because he's trying to yes. pass his story yeah. off as a book. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I need to check your hand. It's part of, I have to. He's like, okay, yeah. And c- convenience after convenience. I got to tell the army about the water. We need to fix it. Hold on one second. He turns around on the phone. <laughs> Hello, army. Yes, the water. And then Nick Cage. Is, <laughs> and then <laughs> I want to see the, the the wide shot where he's. <laughs> it just cuts to him gone like Batman. Yes, it does. <laughs> but. And this, is, and then he goes and he walks around and finds the village where her father lives, where she lived, and he's a total, total dick to her dad. He hits him with a stick, and that's when it switches to Italian for a second. Um, oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! National Geographic. Yeah. Here's the dad. But when he, yeah, he wanders up on the dad here. That's when he and he hits him see. with a fucking stick. I need rest. I will stop here. And this is clearly Vampire's Kiss. Yes, yeah. It's the same idea for Cage. He's doing the same thing. Take that money. I'm staying here, and you won't tell anyone about it. I'm talking to you! Respond to me! Oh, I thought he hit him with a stick, but he didn't. Oh, he does. Okay. I hit him. I hit him. There you go. You're not wrong. I love that it switches to Italian right there. <laughs> but also, I wanted to hear Cage's freak it's out. Obviously not, it's, it's obviously not Nick Cage's voice. <laughs> it's so funny, though. 
Like that's all he fun. had, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they didn't get a good uh, cut of Cage doing it. Uh, he couldn't speak the language, so they just dubbed it. Like, yeah, fuck well, it. He's yelling in English. Whatever. But it must have had something wrong with the audio track or something. I don't know. Right. Well, it's just because he's playing an Italian guy, so this is him getting mad speaking the language of his ancestors. Yeah, it works. So I think it, no, it that's works. that's an accident. Because sure. you hear the audio track well, yeah. completely change. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's a dubbed. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to lose today, Tom. And he, he talks to the dad about his daughter, and he goes, she must have lived here. And he goes, yes. He goes, how long has she been sick? He goes, she wasn't sick. She was noticing. Hey. Oh, shit. And Nick Cage is putting it together because he's already stolen oh, the money man. from his friend. Um, who's dead. Who <laughs> doesn't know he's dead, but he left him abandoned in the middle of nowhere after he asked for a ride because he missed the boat. He couldn't get on the boat without the guy he shot at's permission. So that's not going to happen. And then he makes peace with her father because he, he comes clean, clears his conscience. And then he's fine. And he goes back and he's like, he's on the boat at the very end and they're all leaving. War's over. Yeah. War's over. That's why I put these two movies together because it's about the same period with the same army and the same, like, this is weird that it's like, so, he has two movies with like the exact same thing going on so far yeah. apart when they're very different. That's about it. The narrator's like, I never saw him again. I still, I still smell his cologne. Did the guy love him? What the fuck? I think he was in love with him or something. It seemed like it, right? Very British. I'm British and I love men. He's fucking prostitutes with him. Or was that the other guy? Yeah, but uh, I think it was the other guy. I okay. think he was there, but he didn't do anything. Yeah, this is strange, but... Because he was, yeah, he was very much the uh, the gentleman. I now... Nick Cage's okay. balls. Yeah. I now understand why you call we're comparing this to Vampire's Kiss. Now that you get to the ending and, and that's why I'm like, oh, okay, I know where this is gonna yeah. go because he's because so far no Vampire's Kiss. And I was like, what? How could this be Vampire's? The whole movie's about leprosy. Of course he doesn't have it. Okay. Well, how to get a plague? How to get plague? How to get plague? <laughs> All he had to do at one point was talk to one of the doctors and they'll go, yeah, it's just infected, man. It's not leprosy. You're fine. Uh, yeah. Do you even know what leprosy is? <laughs> Like doesn't look spread, like that. It would spread your entire body and be mumps and bruises. And your dick would fall off. Like, shit falls off when you got leprosy. Okay? Yeah. I would... Your fingernails would be... You'd be Jack... You'd be Jeff Goldblum the fly. That's leprosy. <laughs> That's you'd be a Cronenberg monster, okay? <laughs> okay. He's not born yet, but still. <laughs> the... I, oh, I was waiting for him to cut his hand off. Oh, yeah. Been good. That's what I thought was going to happen. Maybe that's in, like, the original novel or something. I don't know. I... Okay. If there's a lot of space landing. We're done with the plot. We're done with everything. What do you rate uh, Zaitzu Lieben, Zaitzu Sturban? Time to kill. I got a six. I was pretty much the six. I'm sure if I saw it again, it'd be higher, but a six is fair. I'm going to go with six. This is where we're going to disagree. I'm also giving it a six, though. Okay. But I gave Captain Corelli's Mandolin a six. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I. Feel like, I yeah. But it's a versus episode, so you chose Captain Corelli. Yeah, I'll choose Captain which Corelli. Yeah. is what everyone would choose here. I am going to choose Time to Kill. That's fine. I, because Captain Corelli is a, is a great movie. It's definitely better made, and it's better produced, and, and the acting, and right. John well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, But I liked watching yeah. this movie. That caught me so off guard, because I was against this. So it, it actually won me over, which surprised me. Right. And I was right. like, well... It's well made, despite yeah. what everyone on YouTube said about it. 
Well, yeah, yeah, I don't. People on YouTube are morons. Oh, half the world is stupid now, so I don't listen to anybody. So I, I just rely on my own senses. YouTube is the worst. Is the worst of the worst, though. Oh, you know, they're stupid. They're average people who watch something. Oh, they're stupid. They're not talking about Toast of the Crypt. Yeah. No, that, was, uh, that was iTunes. I know. That was one of our guys. <laughs> yeah. That was our review. These guys don't even talk about Toast of the Crypt. Yeah, we do. It sucks, so we move on. There's it, nothing to talk I, about. I, and I said at the time, I go, he's not wrong. Yeah, I Maybe. agree. So I changed the title of the show. I'm like, all right, we're not just doing Tales from the Crypt. Now we're doing... Yeah. Whatever, and we're doing. Ta- we got a lot of tales from the crypt coming up, my friend. Wow. Okay. Uh, we're gonna start doing tales from the crypt a lot more often now that it's just me and you, and you like the show like I do. So Adam yeah, hated I, it. I, I was, <laughs> so. Oh yeah, yeah, he did not. He was not pleased. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to get back to tales That's from the crypt because he never saw the better ones. Yeah. He, he got so unlucky. Like as soon as he if died, he, we started getting the good ones. If he would have lived. <laughs> like, he died right when we got the Tim Curry episode. Now it's the good one. That was one of the, the best ones they ever did. And I'm like, damn it, Adam. It makes just held out a little bit longer. It makes me wonder if the Bingo Hopper's curse or if Adam was. Because as soon as he was gone, I was no, still I using the Hopper Hopper's. and I was getting good episodes. Well, it could be connected. Yeah. Maybe the Bingo Hopper was cursed through Adam's. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We should start using the bingo hopper for we'll inside never, number nine. I'll, we'll ask him later. For inside number nine and just pick an episode as we do it and not know ahead of time. Maybe. Because there's a lot of new episodes yeah. that could work. Anyway, yeah. um, so uh, this is a tie. This episode's a tie because I voted for one, you voted for the other. Yeah. I, and You know what the stupid yeah. thing is? I think you're correct. I think that it is a better movie, but I enjoyed this one more. That's fine. But there's I, no right or wrong answers to this battle. Yeah. But were you mad when you were watching this or were you just kind of bored? No. That's bored. Yeah. I'm mad. I wasn't I was bored. Like, okay, yeah. it, it, I like it slow like pacing a, things. Like I said, well, it felt like one of those like short stories from like a, a 1930s writer writing about adventure in, in Africa and the war with leprosy and women. I just felt like, okay, that's where this is going. Like, that's yeah, what that was. I don't really care about those stories. That's what I watched <laughs> where, with the smoking in the back of the plane. It was this. Oh, okay. It was Zodiac. Oh! I was like, it was set in the 70s. I just watched it. Like, what the fuck else could it be? It was Zodiac. There's a scene where they sit in the back of the plane. or they're, yeah. you, hear the back, you hear the announcer talking about the back six rows. I'm like, yeah, okay, it was, it was Zodiac. Are you going to catch this guy or not? <laughs> well, I, know, I like to catch this guy or not. Speaking of Zodiac, we're switching over to That's Hollywood sweet. is Dead, episode 126? 24. Zodiac. Talking about Zodiac. I'm not it's, the Zodiac. It's our dick pic. I'm not the Zodiac. And if I was, I certainly wouldn't tell you. <laughs> but as far as the rankings go with Nick Cage, here we go. Yes, let's see this. I put, obviously, I put uh, the one above the other, but I put okay. it just above it because they are really well, similar, but I think he's better. He, he himself, I think, is better in Time to Kill. Yeah, I would agree. So on yeah. the left, you got quality of movie. On the right, you have the quality of Cage, and that's why he's okay. further above the other movie. I put the two movies very similar over here. Yeah, that's fine. And then on the 
I can't point to it that far, but on the cage, the, the quality of Cage in the two movies is is fucking huge. Yeah, he's right. so much better in Time to Kill than he is Captain Crowley. Right. Piccolo's Cage. Piccolo's. Piccolo's. Dick, our next episodes will be next week. Inconceivable yeah. versus Grand Isle. I'm not looking forward to any of those. Are these free on YouTube as well? I'll let you know. But let's just say Grand Isle looks like this. It's Kelsey Grammer. Oh, no. It's Nick it? Cage. Oh, no. It looks The new. back of the box looks like a uh, like one of those uh, Lifetime movies. Oh, no. Look at that. Oh, this God, is no. Inconceivable, which l- literally looks and feels like a Lifetime movie. He's reunited oh, with uh, uh, Gina Gershon here. Who's the one in the middle? She is their nanny who moves in. And guess what's going to happen? Well, she's going to fuck Gina Gershon. Yeah. Oh. You, oh, you, you ruined that. Yeah, no. No, she fucks. No, oh, Cage is, oh, I, I don't even remember. If, <laughs> I don't even remember if Cage ends up fucking her in the movie, but it is a lifetime movie. Oh, Not wow. literally, but spiritually. This is inconceivable. So I put these together because they're both like his married in a house movies and someone comes into the into the house. They're trespass. That's their similarities. No, that's that's an invasion movie. This is someone comes in and the wife takes care of him. This is someone comes in and they take care of her. There you'll see when you watch these that they're similar. And I can already tell you which one wins this versus, but we'll save that. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna win. I would doubt it. Yeah. I I watched Grand Isle, I don't remember Kelsey Grammer being in the movie. I could not tell you what he plays, how long, how he plays it. I'm, I'm Grand Isle. This is my island. I'm Grand. <laughs> my grandfather, what? Island Man. I'm Grand. What? What? <laughs> so stupid. All right. Until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Yeah. So long, citizens. See you with hell. Yep. Here we go. Here's the credits. Oh, is the rape lake? Yep. And uh, no one's coming to save you. No lepers, no Italians, no romantic rapes. Where you go? Bye. Bye.